0: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Sorry to Interrupt podcast. We have a Wednesday mix actually on a Wednesday right before Thanksgiving. Sean and I jumped right in and we talked a little bit of soccer. And following that, we talked NBA, a little bit of college football, and then we went up and down the NFL slate, talked about the Jets quarterback controversy. Unfortunately, So, everybody, enjoy their Thanksgiving. We will talk to you next week. Follow us on Twitter, at Sorry Sports, and enjoy the pod.
1: starting to interrupt podcast we are here on the wednesday before thanksgiving so happy thanksgiving to everybody and we're excited to do this pod tom happy thanksgiving my man how you
0: doing tonight happy thanksgiving to you my friend uh doing all right we had a gorgeous day today i took the day off played a little golf
1: i had a feeling that was
0: coming (laughs) now you know me too well yep played a little scramble with uh my brother and my cousin and my friend we kicked the shit out of them
1: there you go You were able to, uh, you were able to get yourself away from all the World Cup action because actually that's all we're going to talk today, right? Yeah,
0: right. Good one. Um, yeah, no, (laughs) there, there has been some, uh, some, I guess, interesting games. Um, Saudi Arabia beat, um, Argentina with Messi, which is kind of unbelievable. Um, USA tied Wales, which was bullshit. Um. They should have won that game. I watched. I watched a little bit of it, and whatever they called um, the penalty at the end kind of seemed fucking bullshit. I mean, they call basically called the block in the back that that wasn't called in the Jets game.
1: Oh, so that's still a sore subject for you.
0: Absolutely. Um, you know, outside of that, everything's pretty much happened uh, except Japan. Japan today beat Germany two to one. So those are the three interesting ones so far.
1: You are really dialed in, much more so than me. It's on at work all day long, but I really haven't watched any of it. I just don't care. I just can't care. Like the fact that it's in Qatar and like they built these stadiums and like such an impo- its such a corrupt organization. If we're gonna shit on the Olympics, I'm I'm shitting on FIFA. I don't care how. How big of
0: a deal it is now, You can't watch that for being a corrupt organization But you, you're you a big college football guy
1: I'm a big college football guy Listen they're not building these stadiums In fucking You know in, in impoverished countries
0: No they're not But I mean let's the uh, At least they're you know the Most of these players are professional And they get paid to play on like student athletes
1: True but the student-athletes are now making bank off their own name, but we don't have to go into it. Yes, you can say it's hypocritical if you truly hate college football. I don't um, even
0: hate college football. It's just people are going to say that, and I'm the voice right now of the people.
1: Hey, maybe they weren't going to even bring it up. But, hey, if you, if World Cup is your thing, fucking I hope you're having a blast with it. All kidding aside, I know it's a huge deal, and I know it's, uh, I know it's captivating everybody right now.
0: Yeah, the only thing I hate is they don't play it at the same time every year. It's weird. Well, they do,
1: but they couldn't do it this year because because it went to Qatar. It's too hot to play that in summer. That's why they moved it to November. Mm-hmm. But it's always it's always in like
0: June summer, yeah. Or July. Yeah. I just think a rule before we move on for any of these sporting things like the Olympics or uh, World Series. Uh, what is it called? The World Baseball Classic or any of these global games. I just think that if you don't have the infrastructure pre built, that isn't like they're not going to be like deserted stadiums after, then you shouldn't get them. And if that means the United States has to host everything every year because Los Angeles alone has enough facilities to hold the Olympics, World Cup, um, World Baseball Classic, and whatever else all at once, then so be it.
1: Well, yeah, in four years, it's going to be in North America. So there's going to be part of Canada, the United States, and in. I know. and in, uh, oh, and in South America too so they they're, they're going to have they're,
0: they're gonna having have basically uh, they're having games at the
1: Medellin I think so right and they're also yes. doing uh they're there's going to be some in Texas uh I think there's going to be some up in like Minnesota so yeah there's going to be that's that's good uh, that Canada and the US is getting games but I agree with you like when they announced this 12 years ago I guess it was cuz I was talking to my buddy about it and and they announced in 2018, that was four years ago, was going to be in Russia, and this year was going to be in Qatar. So it was like, "Wow, okay, we are really going for the jugular with making sure that politics has nothing to do with this."
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, can you be more obvious? No,
1: yeah. they uh, they don't care.
0: Clearly not. um, all right, let's uh, let's move on to some NBA. Kyrie is back. Um. And it, it didn't matter. Kyrie, Kevin Durant, Ben Simmons played, and it did not matter. You guys lost to a very shorthanded Tobias Harris and a bunch of Scrubs Sixers team. It was
1: honestly one of the most like upset I've been as like in this iteration of the Nets. And when I speak of this iteration, I'm not even talking like just the Simmons era. I'm just talking the KD Kyrie era. Like there was no urgency in this game. None other than Ben Simmons going back to Philly and he is like the, ironically the one shining bright spot for the Nets of the yeah, game playing really well and he was really good against Memphis in the game they won. Um but man, like they don't crash the boards. They make no effort to close out on defense. Joe Harris is I don't know what's happened to the guy. I know he's coming off of serious ankle surgery, but I mean he's not he's not knocking down shots. It, it They just look like they have no interest in playing some of these games. And as I've told you over and over again, they are the they act like they are the most entitled team without ever having won anything with this roster construction. And I do love the fact that Simmons is doing what he's doing. And he's starting to show signs that he is the player that he once was. And he's getting back his confidence and his back looks healthy and he's playing back to backs. But you can't go out there and have a performance like that against Tobias Harris-led, you know, Paul Reed, all these fucking guys. Dybala, like, I mean, Niang was just killing them from three. And I mean, yeah, they shot—they shot like
0: like 50 plus percent from three.
1: And they were the easiest shots in the world, dude. Like, it—it just. This team, one night you think they've got to figured out, they, they hold a the team down, and then the next night they come out and they give a, a performance like that. Like, I, I don't know what direction this team is going to go in because I want an answer by the trade deadline, maybe a little beforehand of, of are they going to blow this thing up or are they not? And what sucks, man, is I think by around that time they're going to be kind of what they are now, which is a 500 team, and you don't have your answer yet because you can talk yourself into if we add one more big, if we get one more wing, we're going to we're going to contend for a championship. We we should have learned that lesson last year, we
0: didn't. Yeah, I don't think this team's going anywhere to be honest with you. I think you're just going to be perpetually disappointed all season. Um you guys will you guys will find your way into the playoffs, probably sneak out of the play-in game, but I mean, second round out is is where I'm seeing you guys. Yeah, because
1: unlike the West, the East is pretty solidified at least at the top, right? I mean, I think Philly's in a similar situation. They're hurt, but you you still want to see Harden, Maxi, and Embiid play together on a more consistent basis. Remember, a couple weeks ago, we talked about how Harden and Embiid weren't looking that good together. Um, but you know what Boston is. You know what Milwaukee is. And I don't think that when you just take those two teams, anybody's better than those two teams.
0: No, it's it's them and then everybody else. I mean, the Cavs, I feel like, are in a kind of a second tier class of their own, and then it just drops down. I mean, the standings in the Eastern Conference just kind of make you shake your head. You know who the four seed is right now and who the five seed is, right? Isn't
1: it like Indiana and Washington or something Indiana like that? Indiana and
0: Washington, exactly yeah. that. And the Nets and the Knicks are currently in the playing right now at ten and nine.
1: Yeah, the nets are the nets are going to win tonight against again another shorthanded team. They've really gotten lucky. I mean, Memphis oh, yeah. the other night didn't have Morant, Triple J, or Bain. Obviously, I mentioned what last night's draw against the Sixers was, and tonight the um, the Raptors didn't play Van Vliet, uh Siakam, or Barnes. So, like you're. You've got to get right, but the fact that you're even letting teams hang around and or win like Philly did last night really is indicative of the fact that this team just has this on-off switch, and I think it's just a matter of time before Kevin Durant just decides, I'm fucking tired of having to tell guys to lock in. They don't want to lock in, and I'm tired of screaming at them to do it.
0: Yeah, and you can see the fatigue last night. I mean, he only had 20 points. Um he he didn't look great and i i just think he's trying to pull a lot of this team's weight um and again like this on off switch thing it's like you guys again i know kyrie has a ring and i know kd has two but they that wasn't on this team they haven't won in a while and they're acting like they you know went to the eastern conference finals last year or something
1: well that's how it's been man i mean and that's the thing is you know bill Simmons talks about it on his pod all the time right like kyrie irving Everybody talks about the 2016 finals. That was over six years ago now. I mean, Kevin Durant's last finals was the 2018 finals. Yeah, that's I mean, over four years ago now.
0: It's like, it's like that guy who rushed for a thousand yards his senior year, and he's still telling girls about it at bars and at, <laughs> at 28. You know, like yep. it, it's you can't hold on to that forever. Let's let's turn the page and let's have some recent results. The other surprise team in the Eastern Conference, real quick, I'm just looking at the standings, obviously, the Miami Heat. They just look old, slow. Jimmy yeah. Butler is the only guy that can play defense on that team. Lowry is a complete sieve. Uh, the Toronto Raptors robbed the Heat blind. Uh, maybe Jimmy Butler isn't on this team. I don't know. Uh, as a Knicks fan, I'd, I'd be interested in bringing him in if the deal's right. Um, but Jimmy Butler going from a near 500 team to another near 500 team doesn't sound like something he'd want to do. Um, outside of that, I'm surprised to see Indiana and the Wizards where they are. Um, and then the rest is kind of chalky.
1: Yeah, and it's so early where you're you're waiting for some of these teams to kick it into gear. And if the Nets had a little bit more of a track record, I would say it's early. I would make an excuse. I would sound like a fanboy. But I'm not going to fucking do that. What, Smart what, guy. what about this is going to make me feel that it's going to immediately turn around and they're going to put a stretch together where I mean they did have five straight games where they held teams under 500 and they were or under uh 100 points rather and they were 4-1 in that span. But then all of a sudden after that it's like you give up 150 to the Kings that we mentioned last week and you're letting this like you know the the JV version of the of the 76ers score well over 100 against you. Like you're you're not keeping this stretch together. I know you have to reintegrate Kyrie and find whatever role he's going to have. And you got to try these different lineups. And, you know, Seth Curry isn't going to play every night because of his off-season surgery. And TJ Warren's not back. But at some point, the excuses have to go out the window. There's enough talent on this team to win basketball games, even when they're not 100% fluid with their rotations.
0: Absolutely. Uh, I just think this team's going to frustrate you the rest of the year.
1: There's a very good chance of it, man. There's a very good chance.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the Western Conference. Just to jump around the league real quick, this is on the fly. I mean, two surprising teams at 2-3 and three in the standings right now. It's obviously Utah and Sacramento. They're having some pretty good years. I think we both picked Sacramento to make the playing game at least, kind of by default. Yep. Um But, I I mean, the the Western Conference is kind of fucking wonky. I mean, you got... Obviously, the Rockets down in the basement. The Lakers, although AD has been playing incredible as of late. I don't know if they even with him have the firepower to withstand anything, but the Warriors down towards the bottom, the Timberwolves, the Grizzlies, the Mavericks. That's, I mean, I the one that stands out there obviously is the defending champions. Uh Clay Thompson doesn't look himself. It's basically the Steph Curry show because Poole's kind of lost. Um Wiggins has faded back to normalcy after that uh darling playoff run and I, I maybe this Draymond punch in the face thing really mattered a lot more.
1: Well, Bill Simmons had uh had Haral Bob on his podcast today to talk exclusively about the Western Conference. I don't know if you've gotten a chance to listen to it yet, but it Not was phenomenal. Yet. And uh a lot of the questions that we asked during our preview were being asked and and answered on that pod because I mean there's no way Heral Bob said that there's a chance that Utah could sustain this and he was throwing a lot of different talk, you know, mentions about uh
0: We've the, got a lot of vets.
1: Ability and
0: huh? They've got a lot of veteran players still.
1: They do, and they play defense, and they they crash the glass well. Great coach. And they have and they have scores with a great young coach, right? Um, obviously, Boston. It's really funny that they had Udoka. Now their current coach is great, and uh, Hardy's doing phenomenally out out in Utah, but. You know, there's not a great team in the West. And with that Golden State situation, man, like I'm sure some of that offseason stuff carries over. Remember, even in 2019, when Durant and and Draymond got into their scuffle, like they were still good enough and had won championships together where they could get to the NBA finals. And I know injuries probably derailed them, but that team wasn't all together that season. And and you might be seeing evidence of that now. And maybe they emptied the tank last year to win championship.
0: Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Um, I mean, I'm looking at the standings now, and uh, the Grizzlies are going to come up there. I, a few teams are going to fall. Um, the one team that really stands out to me is the team that I feel like everybody kind of glossed over and thought the window slammed shut, and that's the Phoenix Suns. Devin Booker's taking another step forward. And honestly, I think they might run away with this rest Western Conference and get the number one overall seed in the playoffs because this this Western Conference is so wide open. I think they might just stand above it.
1: Yeah, and I still
0: wouldn't pick him to do anything in the postseason. No, not at all. I mean, yep. let's see Booker's playoff resume before Chris Paul got there, and let's see Chris Paul's playoff, res- playoff resume total. I mean, you know I love the guy, and I root for him heavy. I'm, I'm hoping the Suns win the finals this year. I really want him to get a ring. It's the only thing missing on his resume. But you shit on him even more than I do, probably rightfully so at this point, and we know his playoff resume.
1: Yeah, I mean, and and I try to keep it as fair as possible. I, I'm Absolutely. never diminishing him being a top point guard of all time. I'm never diminishing the point, what god.
0: He's done. Yeah, the point god, I will say that every time.
1: Yeah, point Sure. So do a lot of other people. I would I would push back on that because most point gods have championships. I agree. Um, but yeah, I mean, we don't have to do a whole Chris Paul thing right now. I, I think he's a tremendous player. I give him so much credit for his longevity and especially going to that Phoenix team, helping Devin Booker. But they're a regular season team. They remind me a lot of kind of what Utah was for those two years, right, where Utah was dominating. They were the one seed perennially, but you never went into the postseason saying, oh, yeah, that team's winning a championship.
0: No doubt. Actually, Utah twice. I mean, you had Stockton and Malone, and then you had um, your boy Darren Williams.
1: I was actually talking more about the most recent Utah dominant right so
0: i mean you yeah i guess you got to give a little more respect to that utah team that went to i believe back-to-back finals um from uh, from In the late right? 90s yeah i mean if yeah. i guess if you run into michael jordan you probably have a, they got probably have one or two rings if michael jordan didn't play
1: the west also wasn't tremendous back then
0: no all. Oh, the lakers weren't there yet and however, all right let's yeah, what were you going to say
1: i was just going to say yeah it was pre it was pretty lakers and it was like you had like a Portland team in there. You had a uh, Seattle team in there. Rockets. You had the Barkley Suns in there. So there was a lot of parity.
0: Yep. Uh, all right. Let's let's talk about my Knicks really quick. Um, you wrote successful in the notes. I, I'm status quo. This team's going nowhere fast. I I, I still think we need to make a change at head coach and, and start playing the young guys. They're shopping quickly. If you're gonna get a first round pick for him, fine. Yeah. You're can kn-
1: we talk about that for a second? We did. You did your whole rant last week. In what world is Emmanuel quickly fetching a first round pick?
0: I mean, if you can take the money and run, but I I don't see it happening again. I comp the players. I comp their assets outside of the draft picks to Bitcoin.
1: Yeah, no, I think more so to FTX. But yeah, yeah, it, was, yeah. Uh, it was. It was. It's. An, it's so funny. And when I see something like that, I'm like, well, are you really wishful thinking, or are you just saying that? out of out of nowhere because oh, that's just, if you believe that, is, that you're gonna be able to get a first round pick for him, I mean come on.
0: Well that's just classic Knicks though, right? I think they're a playoff team when they clearly don't have the, the talent to be a playoff team. They overvalue everything. A la the New York Yankees.
1: Right. And then don't play those guys. I la the New York Yankees.
0: <laughs> parallels, my friend, parallels um, but you gotta right.
1: be happy. I mean, a three and two road trip out west is is pretty decent. I know in the long term, but that's you made your you did your full rant, and they and they won some good games.
0: Yeah, I, I, I appreciate that. They're not going to be the worst team in the league, but Sean, I mean, we're going to look up, and the Knicks are either going to squeak into a playing game, or they're going to be the 11 seed, 12 seed on the outside looking in. They're going to have between the seventh and the 12th pick, and they're going to pick the wrong guy as usual.
1: I think it's so interesting that both of our teams, like, we talk about them every week after another three, four, five-game sample size, and we still are, like, so underwhelmed by the status quo.
0: Yeah, they they both suck. I mean, at least least I feel like your team has hope involved just because, I mean, shit. shit, Kevin Durant's on your team. I know. So uh, the Knicks, it's just just status quo since, I don't know, the late nineties.
1: <laughs> I know, man. I do, I do feel for you, but I, I think there's going to be a major shakeup at some point, somehow, some way. Yeah. What's that going to do? This not going to be the team. I don't know, but at least it'll give us something to talk about. That's not the status. Good quo. Good point. All right. Uh, let's move on to college football, Tom. I know this week we went into it, not thinking it was going to be all that exciting, but uh turned out it really was.
0: Yeah, some closer games than we expected. Georgia squeaks by against Kentucky, sixteen to six. Not a very strong win, but they keep it rolling.
1: I will say this. They absolutely dominated that game. That's one of those games where you had to watch it to or else you would think that sixteen to six was really close. They completely oh, their defense,
0: outclassed yeah. Kentucky. Yeah. Moving on to the next game, Ohio beats Maryland forty three to thirty. That game I mean, whatever. Ohio State, excuse me. Uh, Michigan beats Illinois. They are up to number three, 19-17. I think TCU is better, especially with their win barely against Baylor, but that was in Baylor, and Baylor is a much better team than Illinois, in my opinion.
1: Well, both of those games kind of paralleled each other. You had the TCU crazy finish where they did a running play with no timeouts to set up this, like, emergency field goal that they drilled. They were down 28-10 to 10 heading into the fourth. Duggan, by the way. He should get some Heisman votes. Uh, and then Michigan, like, 10 minutes later, needs a field goal to, as the time expires to, to beat Illinois. It was It was pretty crazy thinking that both those games were not going to be all that close.
0: Yeah, we thought they both were going to be blowouts, but – They held down the fort. USC beats UCLA barely. Um, They're up to number five, but that's still a ranked team. I like that win a lot.
1: It it was a great game. I don't know if you watched any of it, but it was a phenomenal game. I mean, uh, Thompson Robinson for UCLA was making plays all over the the field, but, I mean, dude, your boy, Caleb Williams, who's going to win the Heisman. I, I can't imagine a world in which he doesn't. He's a cheat code. He is an absolute cheat code. And he has passed Bryce, I think, even though he's not going to be drafted this year. I think he's passed Bryce as the best quarterback in the, in America.
0: I've been saying it since the first time I saw him come in for um, Spencer Rattler.
1: You were early on the Caleb Williams hype train, my friend. i got to give you a lot of credit
0: for that. You know I can pick the prospects. Oh, Sure. Next game is LSU-UAB. We don't really care about this game. They win, what, 41-10? to um, Thanks for showing up, UAB. Yeah,
1: hey, hey, good job by LSU not having a letdown game.
0: Yeah, that one would have been an all-timer. Uh, Clemson beats Miami. I didn't even know Miami was playing football this year, honestly.
1: They're so bad.
0: 40-10. to My friends were trying to become Miami fans last year, and I said, nope. If I pick any team it's USC. I'm smart. You made the right call at that. Um Alabama beats Austin PV 34 to 30.
1: Yep. Good shout out. Move on. Iron Bowl this week.
0: South Carolina beats Tennessee. Jesus Christ. 63 to 33.
1: Oh, this wasn't just a beat. This was an absolute beat down. Tom, they scored a touchdown on their first six possessions. And Hooker, I I feel for him, tore his ACL in this game. But, I mean, you want to talk about Tennessee just getting absolutely railroaded. Spencer Rattler had the game of his life. I mean, I'm not saying everybody expected him to throw six touchdowns every week, but, like, that was a game where you saw what this kid was as a prospect. But, my God, South Carolina, you get games like this every so often where a team that's had a shit year, but they get the primetime game, they're playing another top-ranked team, and they everything just breaks their way. They were absolutely dominant.
0: Yep, you can put the cap on the Tennessee season.
1: Oh, they, it's over.
0: Oregon beats Utah 20-17. to 17.
1: Very close game, very good game as well out there. That Pac-12, man, it's it's been a really fun year. There are so many good games. I mean, last week coming into this into this slate, right, we talked about the, US, the USC-UCLA game and the Oregon-Utah game as two of the highlights, and they, they lived up to the hype.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, I, I still don't see Oregon's way in.
1: No, it's going to be really hard. Uh, For the college football playoff rankings this week, we got Georgia at one, Ohio State at two, Michigan at three, TCU at four. You said you would say TCU would be your third over Michigan. We're probably going to get that this week as long as TCU holds serve. But prior to this week's games, what makes you want to put TCU three?
0: I just think they're a better team with a better resume.
1: Even in that Big 12.
0: Yeah, I just... I think they've had better wins and beaten better teams. Like, I, I respect Texas.
1: Yeah, I mean, that Texas win was huge. Obviously, to sneak out of that win at Baylor, I thought that was going to be a close game. If I was a betting man, I would have bet that game to be really close. The Kansas State win, you know, yeah, they, they've had some impressive wins. I think Michigan leaves a little to be desired on offense, but they're just so good defensively. But I think you're going to get your wish. Like I said, as long as TCU wins this week, Ohio State-Michigan, one of those teams is losing on Saturday, man.
0: Yeah, how are you handicapping that game?
1: I got to say Ohio State, because they're home, I think they'll be favored by 7.5.
0: I don't think they're going to lose to Michigan two years in a row.
1: No, especially with this year being home.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, well, we just talked about that game. We have Georgia Tech at Georgia. That's a blowout.
1: A bloodbath. Yeah,
0: bloodbath game. Iowa State at TCU. I think this one's a blowout as well. It's at home. Not
1: sniff, not sniffing upset.
0: No. Okay. Not at home. Okay. Notre Dame at USC. Trojans are gonna roll.
1: You a little nervous at all?
0: No, not even a little.
1: Notre Dame's at thirteen. They'd be good care. man.
0: Not, at, not when USC's at home. Not at the Coliseum. Marcus the house Brandon that OJ built. Doing
1: a good job coaching. Okay, I He's, agree with you. I think USC wins, but I do think it's going to be closer than you're giving it credit for.
0: I mean, I think it'll be a, a touchdown game, but. Okay.
1: I thought you said blowout.
0: No, no, no. I'm not worried about a loss, though.
1: Okay.
0: LSU at Texas A&M. and m
1: pulls a huge upset at home. You're calling it. You're calling this?
0: Well, that's what you said, right?
1: No, I said any chance that they do. I'm not calling it. I think LSU wins handedly.
0: No, LSU's going to win. Their defensive line's too good.
1: South Carolina at Clemson, any carryover from South Carolina's dominant win over Tennessee?
0: I feel like we're not giving this enough credit. This is the battle of South Carolina.
1: Yeah, it is. So how do you see it? Clemson. And then the Iron Bowl, Auburn at Alabama.
0: Bama's going to beat the shit out of them.
1: I think so, too, especially in Tuscaloosa. Auburn's been a really bad team. Um, Tennessee at Vanderbilt, that game should be easy. But we do have Oregon at Oregon State. Oregon State's sneakily at number 22. Oregon's at 10. I think this is preserving a potential Rose Bowl opportunity, but I still think Oregon wins this game. Uh, unfortunately, the college football playoff hopes are gone.
0: They are. There is a there is a roadmap, and this is the biggest week of the year for Alabama. If they can win, South Carolina can upset, Texas A&M can upset, and Notre Dame can upset, and one of Michigan and Ohio State. We know one of them are going to lose. I, I think you guys could get in.
1: There is a roadmap. It's a very long roadmap, and it was kind. Of, it's kind of like what my drive was from Connecticut to Texas. It's not easy, and it's not ever. You know, it's not happening in like a day. Um, but listen, man, I if a And M beats LSU and then LSU loses to Georgia, which I think we expect to happen, then yeah, that's three losses. there out. Uh, USC. I don't know how. I don't know how good the committee would think they are if they have two losses on their ball compared to Alabama.
0: Yeah no the SEC always gets favored. We know that.
1: We know that and you know we I, I'm gonna say that Alabama is not getting it. I think too many things have to break and I don't think they will.
0: I don't think so either, but there is a chance.
1: There is a chance. You know I'm hoping for all of these different scenarios, but don't see it happening. But it should be a fun week. The rivalry week Prior to the conference championships, they're always pretty fun in college football. I enjoy them anyway.
0: Michigan State at Penn State—I don't really care.
1: No, Penn State's at eleven. I mean, they're 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 not playing in a in a Big Ten championship game. I mean, it's, it's you got to suck for them because they've had a really good year, but they play in the same Big Ten division as Ohio State and Michigan, so it's just like, ah, eh, fuck us.
0: Finally, I believe this is called the Apple Cup. There you go. Wow. Look at me. Washington at Washington state. I don't really care.
1: I don't either. Washington sitting at 12. Maybe this puts them in the top 10 with some upsets.
0: Doesn't really matter. Has no implications. All right. Let's talk NFL. All right. So let's talk about your giants, my friend. Uh, It's going to be a tough week for both of us. Most likely a lot tougher for me. Uh, Let's get this out of the way. Um, just a bad loss to a Detroit team.
1: Yeah, it was a shit loss. I uh, I should have seen it coming. Um, but you know, I was I was feeling rather bullish about what this team's doing and hoping to get I to eighty two before yeah, before the before the Dallas game. But hey, listen, I mean, they they did, couldn't score a lot of points, obviously. Uh, Jones had two turnovers, two bad interceptions. Uh he hadn't turned the ball over in his last six games, so he was kind of due for it. The defense wasn't getting off the field. They were committing penalties on both sides of the ball. Graham Gano missed two extra points. And um, it was kind of one of those classic games where a team that was probably playing, wasn't probably, a team that was playing way above what they actually are supposed to be, um, kind of turned into what they were supposed to be. And I got to say, that Detroit team doesn't suck, man. They, they really don't suck.
0: I mean, they're they're still in the playoff hunt, dude, and we are gonna have some real egg on our face if they make the playoffs. Because the Packers are not gonna make the playoffs, barring a miracle.
1: Didn't even consider that. And I uh, looked at their
0: schedule today, and I looked at the Packers schedule, and things are not looking good for us, Sean. Let me just tell you that.
1: Oh, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to do this again. I feel like I was already. I apologize to him. I don't want to do this again, man. I don't know how you deal with it.
0: It's tough. It's a tough scene. He's not going to be there tomorrow, um, which could be good, could be bad. uh, Because if the Giants beat the Cowboys, that's always enjoyable um, on Thanksgiving. But, yeah, hearing that, uh, uh, it's it's tough. This is really tough. And it feels like we always make the logical call, and it's just so outlandish, and it just works out somehow.
1: It, like you said last time we discussed, it, it's like throwing dart to dartboard. Eventually, some of them are going to hit a bullseye. So, all right, Will, you still have a chance. But, yeah, as for the Giants, man, I mean, this was a tough game for a couple other reasons, not just because they lost, but, you know, Adoree Jackson, who's their number one corner, he's had, had an unbelievable year. He gets hurt returning a punt because of Richie James being such a bum. They put Adory Jackson as punt returner and it and I hear what Brian Dable was saying, but I'm like, is there really nobody else on the roster? You could just have to fair catch the fucking ball so your number one corner doesn't have to do it and get hurt. And then Wandale Robinson, who caught ten balls, had over a hundred yards, was really putting together a great game. He tears his A C L another casualty from this MetLife turf that finally is changing next year. But that really sucks. So I mean Jones already has pretty much nobody to work with and now you're going into a Dallas game with Darius Slayton Hodges whatever Kenny Guy is and uh Kenny Sills so like yep it's it's just it sucks man it does it but it's brutal uh, I don't know what do you think about the Giants going forward forget just the Dallas game because we'll pick it later do, do you see a world in which the Giants actually do get to the nine wins or do you think that there's a chance that they don't win another game this year
0: I'm looking at their schedule now. Let me have a look.
1: So they're at Dallas, home versus Washington, I think, then then home versus Philly, at Washington again, home versus Indy, at Minnesota, at Philly.
0: I hate to say it. I really only see, like, two more wins.
1: Split with Washington and then maybe the Indy game.
0: Exactly what I was thinking.
1: Yeah. I mean, nine gets you in, so I'm I'm cool with that. But I'm I'm wondering, because I'm looking at it too, and I'm like, well, shit, this Washington team's playing well. Indianapolis doesn't look like they're the complete walkover that they were. Minnesota's better. Philly's a lot better. I'm not going to say they're not going to win another game. They might stumble into one or two. I didn't think they'd win some of the games they won anyway, but like... I don't know man this team is decimated on defense and on offense.
0: The injury bug has murdered them. I mean their offense has sucked all year but they've really taken a lot of hits on the defensive side. I still think you guys can snatch one out of the two and you're going to beat the Colts. It'll be ugly but I you'll hope beat so.
1: them. And that's fine. I'll take the ugly wins. I mean I think at this point if you if if they were still as healthy as they've been I would say that there's a they, they, it would be a disappointment, a big disappointment if they didn't get in. But after that Detroit game and losing Robinson and losing Adora Jackson, you know, part of me is just like I just don't know how how much more an already untalented team that's getting this done with smoke and mirrors can can take before eventually you're, you're the team that you know loses their last seven eight games and are out.
0: I just can't see them losing out. I can't.
1: I hope you're right, man. I hope you're right.
0: I don't even want to discuss it. I really don't think it's going to happen.
1: Okay. Well, you're. You, listen, I, I'm, I'm buying into whatever you're selling me right now because I, I need something, man. Because that Detroit game, forget just the, the, the score. It felt like you know everything everything that was riding high just completely came crashing down. But this podcast is not about the Giants. We'll do our pick for tomorrow's game by the time people hear this podcast. Yeah, let's talk about the Titans. Yeah, we're not going to talk about the Titans right now. Tom, you gave a great Knicks rant last week, but I I, I don't know if you're going to rant. I don't know what you're going to do, but the floor is all yours. We have to talk about not only the Patriots-Jets game, but obviously the repercussions that have come the several days afterwards. So, my friend, the floor is yours.
0: I don't really want to talk about this at all. Um, well, too bad. We are a quarterback away. As the Jets, we are a quarterback away. Um, Zach Wilson is not the guy. I have had my reservations. All those reservations came true. Um, you've talked me off the ledge multiple times. But the attitude is... Is just a killer. Let's talk about the game first. Incredible performance by the defense. Zero out of the offense. Only to the fault of Zach Wilson. Um, I mean, honestly, I don't care that we lost that game 10-3. to If you're only going to put up three points, you don't deserve to win. So that's the way I see it, even on the missed call. Um, I mean, look, that game broke my heart. It broke my spirit. Um, I don't know what else to say about that. I'm I'm trying to figure out the words right now. I'm kind of sad. just need a quarterback, dude. Zach Wilson isn't the guy.
1: So the game itself, I I I couldn't have felt worse for for you and my dad. I mean, to lose that way to a team that now has 14 straight wins against you. When once again, you showed that you were the better team minus the quarterback really sucks, really fucking sucks. It honestly gave me Deshaun Jackson punt return vibes against the Giants um, that I still have not gotten over 12 years later. But, yeah, I mean, listen, Zach Wilson takes no accountability after the game. Reporter asked him, "Do, do you feel like you let your defense down he says no Garrett Wilson sounds off in the locker room talking about how sorry the offense was and how the there's there's no accountability and they're not helping the receivers they're not trusting the receivers and Tom I want to get into the bigger picture part of this because you don't have a quarterback and I've tried to talk you off the ledge but you know everything this week to me seems like whether it's we're seeing it flash before our eyes or he gets another shot. I think we're seeing another another version of Sam Darnold. But the problem is, is unlike Sam Darnold and shit, if you even want to comp Daniel Jones, you know, those were bad teams where the alternative option at quarterback wasn't really an option. You had to find out what this kid is, what this top draft pick is. You can't do that on this team. This team's too fucking good otherwise.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's that's a different situation because we have all the tools. We have all the weapons, like you just said. We need a quarterback in here. We need one now. Uh, we're not going to be in the lottery, I guess you would say, for these top quarterbacks. Not to mention those guys aren't ready, and we have a ready-made winning team. We need to go out and get a guy because Zach Wilson ain't it. And I know he apologized today. I don't give a fuck. He's acted cocky. A bunch of other adjectives that I'm too sad and too tired to even throw out there. Entitled, another good one. Since he stepped in the building, I mean, and this just shows the rest of the NFL how he's acted. And I've excused it. I've called him my sweet prince. I will always call Sam Darnold my baby boy. Zach Wilson, you are not my sweet prince. You can fuck right off. Mike White, we're going to ride with you this week. I'm going to pick the Jets this week. I'm already telling you that. But we need a quarterback coming forward to the offseason. I'm looking at Jimmy Garoppolo, Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins. I mean, I'm getting desperate.
1: Well, here's what I really like about this from the outside fan, right? I love the fact that Robert Sala or whoever made this decision, maybe it was collaborative, and that's why it took up until Wednesday to make this decision. He couldn't go into the locker room after the way you lost last week and say, yeah, we're riding with Zach Wilson. After the comments, after the lack of performance, you know, Dan Orlovsky went on TV and it doesn't look like he even knows part of the playbook. This team has overachieved, has maybe properly achieved all year there's legitimate talent on this team where, especially the way the league has been this year, man, you're the better team. The Jets are the better team than a lot of the teams they play against every week. And they're the, the quarterback's holding them back. And listen, yep. I, I, I'm a proponent of this. I think you're going to agree with me. We do our quarterback tiers. It, it, by year two, you kind of know, right? Like you kind of get an idea of what a guy is. Daniel Jones, I was never going to say, is like, okay, I have to completely throw him away, but I kind of got the sense he's not going to be Patrick Mahomes or Justin Herbert, right? Like, he is not going to be that guy. Maybe he could be a Derek Carr, or maybe he could be a a Jimmy Garoppolo. I I will find out whether that's enough to to win or give him a second contract, but Zach Wilson doesn't seem like he has the makeup or the ability to be a franchise quarterback for your team.
0: No, not at all. I think Richard Sherman put it best. Like, the fact that he doesn't have accountability is embarrassing. And he also said that the Jets have been winning completely in spite of Zach Wilson. So, we need a quarterback.
1: I was thinking about this, Tom. And seriously, like, re- help me remember if I'm, if I'm forgetting something. Outside of that fourth, that fourth quarter last drive at Pittsburgh, when his first game back, where he was legitimately leading them down the field, Has he done anything that's contributed to them winning?
0: Nope. I'm looking at the schedule right now and trying to remember games off the top of my head. I don't have any evidence outside of that one drive.
1: Yeah, because your offense did nothing in the Green Bay game. That was all a running game, right? Same thing with the Dolphins. Same thing with the Dolphins. The Bills, he didn't turn the ball over, but it's hard to say he was instrumental in that performance. I felt like that was more on your defense.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, there was a couple of picks thrown, and he did take the cheese, as I like to say, but that's not enough for me. And he did lead the team down the field a couple times.
1: But he hasn't had that game, because I can even remember certain Darnold games where I was like, oh, shit, this guy's, like, actually – could be decent. Now, injuries, I think, have bit him in the ass more so than anything, and obviously having Adam Gase didn't help him either, but I, I, I had more evidence that Darnold might have been the guy. Plus, by the way, that's what makes this so interesting, man, is those? it's hard to even really compare him to Darnold because Darnold's teams were horrible. This team's good.
0: Yeah, and I think that's probably a majority of the reason why they're benching him because... These guys are respected players, and this is a respectful team.
1: A hundred percent, respectable
0: team. Excuse me.
1: I know what you meant. I was gonna jump to you for that, especially since it is late at night, the night before Thanksgiving. But
0: yeah, man. Yeah, I'm I mean, dealing listen. with an echo yet again.
1: Oh my god, again.
0: Yeah, well, it is what it is. Let's fight through it. I listen, Sean. Honestly, I'm gonna tell you something that it says it all. The spread that we have was put out when Zach Wilson was starting. Minus four. Mike White gets announced as starter. Minus six. That's hilarious. It's unbelievable. I mean, how bad can he be? We wasted a second overall pick on this guy. Second overall.
1: I also think that it's fair to criticize your general manager, who I think has done overall a very good job, but he drafted back. Yeah, but this may be
0: his blemish that gets him fired.
1: Yeah, and Becton too. You know, you can't blow yeah. two two picks like that.
0: I'm keeping the jury still out on Becton. You are? I mean, yeah, what what's uh what's that guy? He's still playing in the league that used to be Eric Flowers? He could turn it around. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm I'm crossing my fingers, man.
1: You have to. You ha- you have no other choice. I mean, at least they've replaced him with, with some real talent. But, yeah, uh, either way, I mean, Wilson's going to be his scarlet letter if it doesn't work out. Unless he can pivot no, no. and say that he's not our option and we're bringing in a good starter, like, like a Garoppolo, like a Carr, somebody like that.
0: I mean, and those guys aren't Super Bowl-winning quarterbacks, but they're going to get us to the playoffs, and then it's a crapshoot. You never know
1: you won't – the quarterback won't be the reason you lose, and that'll be nice.
0: Exactly. we just – but it's so bad. It's to the point where it's not – he's not even competent. He's not even the level below competence. He's not – he's a zero out there.
1: And again, like, you're, your defense is playing at an elite level. You have elite players that deserve to have the ball. I mean – he he missed Denzel Mims wide open because he didn't even look down the field. And then he tried to throw a check down, and he airmailed it over the guy's head. I mean, like
0: – Yeah, listen, and I mean, that's him. another glaring thing. It's like it's our second year in the league. We have to get these check downs figured out.
1: Even some of the worst quarterbacks, like I'll say Daniel Jones in his first few years was not good. I think we can agree on that. He makes the easy throws.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I know. I mean, no wonder Elijah Moore was upset. This guy can't even get anybody the ball. So what do you think? As the second wide receiver on the team, you're going to get the ball? He can't get our best tight end or even our best running back the ball.
1: And sometimes it's not about the talent of the quarterback you bring in to replace the starter who's not playing well. It's a sign that everybody's going to be held accountable based off performance and that we're not going to make excuses – to this kid just because he was the second overall pick. Now, if you were one in seven, okay. Nobody's probably playing well enough to justify a spot, but that's not the case on this team.
0: No doubt about it. It's, it's grim.
1: I I really feel for you, but I like the fact that your general manager and your head coach are going to say, we're going to try to give this team a chance to get to the playoffs. I mean, what's your prognostication, man? Does, does he see another starting Game, another starting job this year Even if Mike White doesn't play well
0: Um, I don't know I thought about this a lot Can you go back to this guy After this I don't care about the apology
1: I think that's going to be a lot Of internal decisions right
0: I mean do you go to Flacco
1: <sighs> At least you put up Points with Flacco
0: I mean, with this defense rounded into form, right? It might like, be Flacco's can he, time.
1: Can he make one or two more plays a game that that Wilson can't? I think. So. I, I think I he mean, can make a point. lot
0: more. <laughs> I mean, yeah, listen—the guy is a statue in the pocket, and he throws the ball away the second he even sees a defensive player's jersey. But he gets the ball to players, and he can hit checkdowns.
1: Right, and you have playmakers who if you just run some wide receiver screens to Wilson and more or, you know, actually run the ball with Robinson and and Michael Carter, like, he can can succeed enough. And Zach Wilson has to learn from this. I mean, you're going to find out one thing. He's either going to come back from this and play well and have respect from that room and it'll be a teaching lesson for him or he's a punk and he's no good and he's not getting better and he's off the team.
0: So I guess you're saying he's he's going to play.
1: I think he'll be back in the starting lineup at some point.
0: Well, if he shows out of practice, maybe this will be the best thing for him.
1: And only time will tell on that, my man.
0: That's my only saving grace.
1: Well, especially with this echo going on on your end, I feel bad. You have to hear my voice twice. I don't even like hearing my voice once. Um, let's move well, on. No, it's to not the an type. echo
0: for you, just for me. So I hear myself talk, and then I have to pause.
1: Oh, you have to—you hear yourself talk. I thought you had—I thought you heard me
0: twice. No, that's not that bad. I would—I would have told you we have to do this another night
1: that's that's very nice that's very kind of you um honestly i might agree all right uh moving on titans beat the packers 27 17 on thursday night football um yeah the packers are done aaron Rodgers playing with a broken thumb uh he was bad in this game and the titans i mean they they know what they are and we talk about it every week They in a game like this defense running game decent Tannehill, another win for the titans
0: I mean, I watched a majority of this game, and it was terrible. I mean, it, you know, and I had a rooting interest because I had Alan Lazard in fantasy, and it was just the the few plays that he made, everybody dropped, um, and and it's just how many times can you go four and out? And it was and it was one of those games where it's like I look at my phone for two seconds after after they come back from commercial, and the next thing you know, they're punting again. It, it's just run. Two yards, run, two yards, pass, nothing, punt. It it was the Packers fucking suck. They're terrible. And I mean, Tannehill playing on a bad ankle still looks good. And I comped him to Jimmy G. Uh, Is that a good comp?
1: You get them both on their good days and you feel pretty good about both of them.
0: I feel like he's a little bit better, but maybe that's recency bias. I don't
1: know. I watched Jimmy G the other night. And uh,
0: he sure looked pretty good to me. Yeah, you know what? I'm I was right with the Spider Man meme. They are the same player, but <laughs> Tannehill was throwing through a, a couple of really, really good balls there, especially the touchdown that he threw to the tight end. Um, and I mean, Vrabel, I just I love him. I I would love if he was the coach of the Jets. He probably would have fist fought Zach Wilson. <laughs>
1: he's a great coach and I I love teams that know exactly what they are and when we get to the Monday night game I definitely am gonna kind of gush over the 49ers a little bit because I was I was actually I was writing notes during that game because I was like I gotta make sure I mention this for the pod but I just love teams that wow. know what they are the Titans a hundred percent know what they are man and and they they're not gonna blow teams out and we know that they're gonna have trouble coming back in games that they get behind early, but I think if they play their brand of football, they're more comfortable with whatever version of of a team they are than a lot of other teams in this league.
0: Yeah, uh, they're going to be a tough out in the playoffs, especially when it gets cold and Derrick Henry is bearing down on your linebackers and your safeties. That's going to suck.
1: Right. I mean, you think about last year, they were the number one seed in the AFC. They lost because Ryan Tannehill threw four interceptions against Cincinnati.
0: Yep. I don't see that happening again.
1: I don't I don't either. Um, we talked about the Packers. They blow. Their season's done. Um, Falcons-Bears. The Falcons ended up winning this game Twenty. By the way,
0: real quick. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. sorry to interrupt you. Did you see that uh, Aaron Rodgers, he said that he has a broken thumb? Yeah,
1: yeah. He said that today. I mean, I, it's looked like it's cost him. I, I think he deserves the benefit of the doubt, right? Like, can we...
0: I do. He's not Russell Wilson where if they win he's 100% healthy and then if they lose he's got all these ailments. I I I do believe him. Yeah, I he's do He's wacky, too. And, but I I don't see him lying about that.
1: And and he has been wearing that splint on his thumb for, you know, pretty much all season. So, I think I think he deserves the benefit of the doubt regardless though. He's been awful and his body language sucks and that team is just I don't know what's going to happen at the end of this year, man. I don't know if he retires. I don't know if he actually does, if they do trade him, but something's broken over there in in Green Bay. But uh, the Bears did lose to the Falcons 27-24, and Justin Fields, he had another impressive game, but he got hurt, man. And it sounds like he's going to try to play against your Jets, but he's got a dislocated uh, non-throwing shoulder.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the cost of when you're running all over the place. I looked at the leading rushers today just because I was curious. You know he's top five in the NFL in rushing?
1: I did not. Can I ask you if Josh Allen is also in that category?
0: Not even close. Okay. He runs a lot, Not even close. He runs a lot, too, for 10 yards. Justin Fields is putting up fucking 120-yard games.
1: Uh, it's 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 video game shit with him. Uh, speaking about that, Cordero Patterson, another touchdown kick return run. I mean, this guy—he's got his career now. He's one of the most like special, non-talked-about guys I think in the league.
0: Yeah, I mean, it took him a long time to figure it out. You remember him in uh, Minnesota, and then he became the the excellent kick returner in. New England up oh, here. Soy. Um, oh, there he is. He I guess to I gotta Patterson. go put, I gotta go put the washing machine back on this fucking cat. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, uh, but I mean, they turned him into a running back. He was a wide receiver in Atlanta and now he is just electric and he's, and it's pretty late in his career.
1: Yep. and And they use him. Well, they use him out of the backfield. They, they throw him a lot of screens. They'll get him involved down the field. And obviously we know what he does in the special teams game. Um, for the Bears, I mean, listen, that they, they gutted their defense by getting rid of uh, Roquan Smith, and you can see that is very easy. Even a terrible Atlanta team, I mean, who only put up 15 points in Carolina, uh, they were able to move on down the field. Mariota, boy, is he another one of those guys, isn't he, man, where he can look so inept one week and then come back and be like, you know, this guy's not half bad.
0: Hey, I'll take him on the Jets right now.
1: <laughs> I think any quarterback. Would I'm going to say something.
0: Post-tops. I'm going to say something crazy in a, in a few seconds, and and it's it's going to be very true for me, but it's going to be crazy. But before we move on, yeah, I am looking at the rushing leaders: Derek Henry at 1010, Saquon, your boy, at 950, Josh Jacobs and Nick Chubb in the 930s, and then Justin Fields at 834. I've scrolled all the way down to the bottom. Josh Allen is not even close. That's just crazy. to put it in perspective.
1: Yeah, that really is crazy. Just to, think to put about. it in perspective. I, I didn't mention it in the Giants-Lions game. Saquon Barkley was ass in that game. And, and he went back to what he's done in the past. He was not moving – he was not running forward. He was trying to be way too shifty, and there were a lot of two- and three-yard losses. So, Saquon, step your shit up against Dallas. Um, yeah, which is interesting
0: on. against Detroit because they're Swiss cheese.
1: It is. I mean, they – but not on Sunday. Um Eagles beat the Colts 17-16. They came back in the last couple seconds and won this game. It looked like the Fighting Saturdays were going to be
0: 2-0. and Yeah, this one sucks for me. I mean, I went 0-4 with my picks this week. You went 1-3. and So, yeah. But, I mean, I'm not worried. Again, I'm not worried about the Eagles. They got the win. Um, the Colts are just – they piss me off. I mean, of course I had the fucking – Eagles in a teaser, that got voided and then uh, the Vikings fucked that whole thing up. Just a frustrating team the last couple of weeks, but they're they're one, they're probably the best team in the NFC, so I'm not too worried about it. But the card um excuse me, the Niners might have something to say about that. Oh, I think
1: the Cowboys might have something to say
0: about that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um Commanders, what were you going to say?
1: I was going to say this about the Eagles real fast. I'm not worried, but I'm worrying because this is two straight mm. weeks of their offense not doing a whole lot. And um, we might be talking about them a little differently if, 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 once again, the Colts could execute a final drive with Matt Ryan. But they couldn't.
0: Yep. They could not. All right. Commanders beat the Texans 23-10. to 10. Uh, Davis Mills got benched, and here's where I say something crazy. I would love to have Davis Mills as our starting quarterback right now.
1: Oh, my God. That is crazy. You know they have one win, right?
0: They do, but the Jets also have a lot more talent, and Davis Mills can take the cheese.
1: Oh, but he also throws some absolutely horrendous interceptions.
0: He does. You know what? And I've seen pictures of him, and he might have the longest neck on earth, an absurdly long <laughs> neck. I changed my mind. At least Zach um, Wilson's kind of cute in a I'm weird happy. child baby face way.
1: Hey, his, his mom's friend thinks so. Um, let's, Not anymore. Yeah, not anymore. I had, to, I had to talk you off the ledge with that. I was thinking you were maybe going to talk about Matt Ryan. In which case, oh, I still don't know about that one, but Davis. Oh Mills,
0: please, I'll go. I'll drive to Indy right now and pick him up and drive him back.
1: <laughs> yeah, that one I at least could say makes a little sense. Um, Davis Mills, no, that team, that team stinks. But he is a big part of it. I was right with the Commanders, man. This team's starting to roll. I mean, this was a pretty convincing win, um, at Taylor Heineke, and now that defense is starting to ball out.
0: Yeah, I mean. <laughs> The NFC is so wide open, you know, I feel like earlier in the year we talked about the West having three playoffs teams and the AFC West. This NFC East, who which we were talking about as the biggest joke division ever last year, might have three playoff teams.
1: Absolutely. You want to talk about a guy you would love to have, and I'm sure a lot of the players on the Jets would love to have, is Taylor Heineke. Look at how that Washington team plays for him, man.
0: Yep, they might have four playoff teams. To be honest,
1: they, they won't, but they could. When the when it's all said and done, there's enough tiebreakers that'll that'll make sure that doesn't happen. But they could. I mean, it's a competitive as hell division, um, which is crazy to think about. Um, Saints beat the Rams twenty-seven twenty in a game. Matthew Stafford left early. Andy Dalton continues to be the starter, so no more famous Jameis, but. Yeah, you know, Tom, Tom. To me, man, I don't care about this game. They have no implications. All I know is that the Rams really <laughs> fucking suck, and their season's over.
0: Yeah, who has their pick? Because I know they don't.
1: That's a great. Is question. it
0: Jacksonville?
1: I was just thinking, is it Jacksonville from the Ramsey is trade? It, I oh, you know, I think it's Detroit In, from the golf really? trade. Yeah, I think it's Detroit. Wow, wow,
0: we're having a we're having a Celtics Nets moment here.
1: We might be, but yeah. and, but
0: the only difference is the Rams did get a championship out of it.
1: Yeah, yeah, are salt in that wound, um, and they did. And I, I will always say, feel the same way about that other L.A. team, the Lakers. It might it might look awful down the line, but if you get a championship out of it, it's even if it's only one, it's all but worth it.
0: Yep, Bills beat the Browns, thirty-one to twenty-three. Is Watson coming back soon? Yeah, I think he's back next week. Mm, okay. Well, uh, not much. Uh, the Bills did what they had to do, mm-hmm. and Allen and Allen looked better. He didn't make the same mistakes. I mean, he, the the Browns' defense is completely decimated, but he did not make the same mistakes that he did uh, in the previous games. Um, uh, i I'm, Are you worried about the Bills? Is my question for you.
1: I'm not worried about the Bills at all. Um, I think this was a game that, you know, they started a little slow. And, and Cleveland, with Brissett, this has kind of been what they've been. They have games where they get absolutely blown out, and most other games they're in. Some of them, they win. Um, but no, I mean, listen, they, they you saw that conversation between McDermott and, um, and Stephon Diggs right around the half. And after digs went off and, and they found their rhythm again. I mean, I think tomorrow's going to be an interesting game, but I, I'm not at all concerned with Buffalo. I still think Kansas City is the class of that conference, and these two are on a collision course.
0: Yeah, the Chiefs, especially Mahomes, really showed us something this week as well. Um, Ravens beat the Panthers 13-3. to I, I am a little concerned about the Ravens' offense, I will say. Um, they haven't been scoring a lot of points this year, and they're going to need it in the playoffs. Um, and I just don't see it out of Lamar this year. I mean, I know he got off to the hot start, but he hasn't been really much else since.
1: He has no wide receivers. That's his problem. Is that that receiving core really does suck? And I mean, they they their defense is elite, and that that I feel pretty good about saying. They got Pro Bowlers in the secondary and the linebackers. They rush the passer. Uh, they're good on the interior defensive line. They play the running game real well. Uh, we finally are done with the Baker Mayfield experiment, and uh, the Panthers are going to start your former baby boy on Sunday. But the Ravens—I don't know, man. Like, do they, for as much talent as they have, do you think that they're the most? They win the most unimpressive games every week.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, Harbaugh always figures out a way to get a win, but it's—you don't want to watch that game. Um, and they just lost Bateman as well, who was their number one wide receiver. So you're talking about a slim wide receiver core. They they just got a little bit slimmer.
1: I mean, Deshaun Jackson is playing, actually playing for this team.
0: I know, and it's crazy that he's the one of the former, I guess, most recent class of wide receivers to class out because you would think a burner like that would be the one that would be out of the league quickest. You would think a guy like I don't know, Anquan Bolden or something would be hanging around forever. A guy who just runs the same route every single time and puts his hands up, but Jackson's still playing football. Well, he
1: hasn't had that one debilitating injury.
0: Yeah. He's, he's yeah. stayed pretty healthy his whole career.
1: Yeah. He's had, you know, hamstrings and knees and backs, but never that, never the Achilles like Bolden had, or that uh, Des Bryant had, right. Or those major ACL. So it's, it's a little easier for him, and because he's been around the block, he can pretty much get into an offense. But the fact that they're going to now rely on him, is that's not a good sign if you're Baltimore. I, I'll say this. They're a playoff team, but I don't think they're going very far.
0: No, they just have zero offensive weapons. I mean, I don't know what the deal is with Dobbins. I know he's on the IR, and I don't know if he's eligible to come back. But Gus Edwards, their backup running back, is dinged up. And then you have a, a mix of Kenyon Drake and some other guys there. And, and if DuVernay is your best wide receiver, you got to do better. Honestly, Lamar and Andrews just, is hurt too.
1: Yeah, no, this is going to be all Lamar. and But shit, man, with that defense, maybe that's all he needs. Maybe he just needs to make a few plays and, and they'll win.
0: Yeah, if he could do it with his legs and, and just have Andrews and, and dump off to the running backs, maybe he'll be able to figure it out. I don't see it as a Super Bowl winning formula, but I, I don't know. It depends on their seeding. Maybe they could win one game in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I don't think they're in the same class. I mean, I thought a few years ago they were, maybe even until last year, but they're not in the same class as those other, especially when you look at the Bills and Chiefs, particularly the Chiefs. They're just not They're not anywhere near there, but they are respectable. I mean, let me ask you this. I mean, we're eventually going to get to the point where we're just going to talk about, after we review all these games, the best team in the AFC, NFC, and, and kind of pick at this Thanksgiving mark. But, I mean, honestly, would you rather – do you feel more confident in the Titans or the Ravens right now?
0: I personally feel more confident in the Titans.
1: I, I, I agree with you.
0: The Titans, we we already said it. We know what they are. I mean, their their wide receiver weapons are not great either. I mean, Burks, the, the rookie wide receiver, is starting to buck his head a little bit. But, I mean, Derrick Henry in on that team, and I, I would say their defenses are pretty comparable. And, and I don't know. Lamar with no weapons or Tannehill, I, I, I think i I take – in this circumstance, I'm not saying he's better. I think I'd take Tannehill in one game.
1: Yeah, I would too. I mean, and we saw it a couple of years ago, right? When Baltimore was the was the one or two seed, whatever they were and had that home playoff game and 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 Tennessee went in and and beat them up and upset them, but using that classic Tennessee formula. Um let's move on to the Raiders and the Broncos and the game that I feel bad if this was a team that either of these teams were ones you were invested in because I didn't think there was a world in which the Broncos could lose that game. But then I remembered this is Russell Wilson in 2022.
0: I mean, I I said this stat a couple of weeks ago. I'm going to say that they're probably still just because um, the Panthers put up 30-something points a couple a couple weeks back the broncos got to be averaging the least amount of points in the league and i just absolutely love it i say it every week keep losing keep embarrassing yourself russell wilson it's incredible i mean the raiders team that their head coach is who the hell knows and they're decimated by injuries they're they're losing to everybody and they're putting up – I think they got shut out a couple of weeks ago, and they're putting, they're beating you guys in overtime. I mean, I, I love it.
1: This was a team the week before that had their starting quarterback crying at the podium. It worked. And you let them come in and beat you in overtime at home. Like, <laughs> you really can't be worse than the combination of Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett.
0: Yeah, is there – now, I know we talked about Rodgers, and he might retire. Rogers is a little bit older, a little bit a little bit more on the back nine, I guess you would say. Now, Russell Wilson, he ain't going nowhere because I think he's got three or four years left on that big fat deal that Five. they just gave him. Five. Okay. Him that's, that's insane. Um there there's got there's gotta be I hope there isn't just because I find him so annoying and I'm loving this, but they've got to be better than this. They're going to have to either figure it out or get a better head coach in there, right? The Broncos will be better next year.
1: Hackett's gone by the end of the year. There's no doubt about that. They're not going to tolerate this. But, yeah, I mean, Tom, I I know we've talked about it now. This is ever since the first half of the 2020 season, the COVID season, where Russell Wilson should have been getting MVP votes. He fell off in the second half of that last, of that year. They were absolutely awful last year, and he was hurt. And now he goes to a talented Denver team. Remember, the quarterback was the problem. Drew Locke was the problem. Teddy Bridgewater was the problem. I don't think any of them were as much of a problem as Russell Wilson because they didn't have the finances and year commitment attached to them like he, this guy does.
0: No, and I bet you if I looked it up right now, the Broncos were averaging more points last year than they were this year.
1: Now, I will say this about Denver, and obviously you know how much I enjoy piling on Russ, too. They cut Melvin Gordon because, again, he had two fumbles in this game. I He he, he easily cost them this game.
0: Yeah, a fall from grace for him doesn't really make sense. You never really see a player who at one point was an all-pro and a very sure-handed player just all of a sudden just get—it's usually the other way around. Like You look at a guy like Tiki Barber fumbling problems early on in his career, and then he kind of figures it out. You don't really see it go the other way. Usually, if you have good ball security, that kind of sticks with you.
1: Yeah, and I think this was a game where if they had a more shorthanded running back, they win this game. They close it out. But you know, even Russ in that last possession—I mean, what in God's name are you doing? Like, you cannot take a sack there. You absolutely cannot take a sack there. And I don't know if he thinks this is—you know—he just constantly gets out of all of these pressures and rushes. And yeah, he hasn't done that in about two years either. That's what I was just going to say. Like this ain't the same deal, man. You got to throw that ball out of bounds. You can absolutely not take a sack in that situation.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Uh it's it's laughable. Uh, and it's got to be better than this. This They're the uh, I'm I'm thinking if I want to say this, I think they're the worst offense in football, including the Packers and including the Panthers. And
1: the Texans?
0: Mm, shit. Text text and I hate to say this and your jets. <laughs> no, hey the hey, board, I was gonna that. say. Was yeah. I was gonna say shit. I mean, but I'm almost at the point now where I'm not gonna say it. Fuck it, let's move on to the Bengals and Steros Let's move. Yeah, on. there's no reason. Yeah,
1: there's no reason to talk about the Raiders either. They still stink.
0: You you knew what I you, were you thinking? What I was gonna say there?
1: No, what was that?
0: That I was I was about to say it, and I'm not gonna say it seriously. But I'll tell you. Just to let you yeah. behind the curtain. I was thinking about Russell Wilson on the Jets. Oh, no. All right, Tom, this is starting to get bad. Not All for right. that money. Not for that money.
1: Okay. I, I, no, this is starting to sound bad. I I, I want to get. I want to make sure you're able to celebrate your holiday you know, at home and not in an insane asylum.
0: <laughs> listen, I might need a few days in there to clear my head. I
1: might need to check you in. I would be, <laughs> listen, I'm, a, I'm his good friend. We do a podcast together. He was saying some really outlandish things. And I think he needs to be, go away for a few days.
0: Yeah, I might have to. If they had a sports insane asylum, I feel like I'd do a couple stints.
1: Shit, man! With some of the takes I've made, I think I'd I think I'd be greeting you. <laughs> we'd
0: become <laughs> we'd become buddies in there too. Yeah. Hey, at least I got the Johnnies. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I got your text. I was asleep already, and I woke up to the text with the. Oh shit! I'm watching, and of course I'm watching the Johnnies. <laughs> They've got you hooked.
0: I know, I know. They they They're just won good. that little that little tournament at your Barclays Center. So. They're not
1: good. and they beat Syracuse. That's always a good win.
0: Yep. No, no doubt about it. All right, let's talk about the Cowboys. Let's talk about the Cowboys. Kirk Cousins is gonna Kirk Cousins. This was awful. Coming out, coming off of a huge pulling victory from the jaws of defeat against the Buffalo Bills. Amazing play by Justin Jefferson the week before. And then you lay an absolute shitter. You almost get shut out by the Dallas Cowboys. What a game. Will must have – honestly, Will's in North Carolina right now celebrating Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to his family. Um, Happy Thanksgiving, Will. Yes. Uh, He probably was so so high off that when he drove the plane down. (laughs) They probably didn't even need the fuel. They just used his high.
1: I was going to say he was also probably completely nude by halftime watching this game because (laughs) like, there's like, honestly, you can't make more of a statement than that. And, and we were talking about it, right. Even after that miraculous win in Buffalo, like, yeah, the Vikings are eight and one, but every single one of their wins was a one score game. Like eventually that's going to come up and bite you. And, Listen, I know it wasn't a Monday or Sunday night or Thursday night, but it was the standalone, it was the CBS game of the week, and oh my God, that was ugly. Plus, on top of that, I give Dallas a shit ton of credit. You know I hate to do it. But when they play at their best, I think they're better than the Eagles, and I think that they're the best team in the NFC by far. Now, I still believe coaching is going to do them in, and poor clock management is going to do them in. Maybe a Dac mistake, but... They're they're a really fucking good team, man.
0: I mean, hey, you know, their defense is so good they might get bailed out. But again, you need the quarterback and you need the coach. I I think that it's I think that they're gonna get their heart broken in the playoffs by Dak and McCarthy that combo there. But they are a wagon, man. That defense is incredible. Um, I I you just need to see Dak. I mean, I know he had a good game here, but. In certain games, he just, they can't move the ball.
1: Mm-mm.
0: And I, I feel like I'm watching the Packers sometimes. That's the <laughs> only thing that concerns me, where it's just like, I'm seeing a lot of punts here. I'm seeing a lot of punts.
1: Yeah. No, I understand. I understand your concern. Um, I'll tell you this, though. Like, I'm, I'm thinking about just, like, this NFC playoff picture as a whole. And there are so many teams that you could tell me that they lost by 10, and, I'd, and, and, and scored 12 points, and I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Or you could tell me they scored 35 and just put up, you know, 500 yards of offense. All these teams like, yeah, are so Jekyll and Hyde.
0: Too. Yeah, they are. They Especially, well. in the, I feel like the only team that really has a true identity is the Giants. You know they're not going to put up a lot of points, but you know they're going to play you stiff, and they're going to play good defense, uh, uh, excluding the Lions game.
1: Yeah, I still don't think – I think that the Giants know what they are, which is they're not very good. Uh, and because of the injuries to guys that they really couldn't afford to lose because they were thin anyway, I, I think they're going to start fading away a little bit. But, I mean, just in that class of Eagles, Vikings, uh, 49ers, and Cowboys, uh, the Cowboys, they they really – because their defense is so good, too, man. I mean, did you see what Parsons was doing? I mean, he was in the backfield on every single play.
0: Yep. No, no doubt about it. When he wasn't in the backfield, he was dropping back in coverage, as he always does. Oh, Just incredible. He's amazing. He is. Yep. Um, the Bengals beat the Steelers 37-30. to Unconvincing win for me. Um, Kenny Pickett looked pretty good. This Bengals team, I, I mean, is it, it – can you say – I mean, they also lost Mixon. Can you say that their offensive line is worse than last year? Is it crazy to say that? I mean, Burrow, I, I'd, I'd love to just get a full-body x-ray of him. <laughs>
1: I will say this. Like, I, I don't think they're as bad, but or I don't think they're worse, but I think they are as bad. Um, Lyle Collins, that was he is kind of their version of Nate Solder from what they thought they were getting to what they actually got. Mm-hmm. Um, but Burrow doesn't help himself sometimes.
0: He really does. He holds the ball like
1: hold the ball to the point where you going to res- gonna get crushed.
0: You you have to respect that out of him, especially over the last two years, really three because he tore his ACL. Because of that, um, mm-hmm. you have to respect the fact that he's just not only willing, but he kind of embraces getting absolutely murdered. But. You're doing that sometimes to the detriment of your team where it's like, dude, there's nothing there. Just throw the ball away, especially without well, Jamar Chase about, out there.
1: Yeah, forget about even just that. He's doing it to the detriment of himself because the second he gets hurt and misses extended time, that team's done. No and doubt. I, it's very commendable. He's really got that, you know, uh, I'm a tough motherfucker attitude and I, I'm, not, I'm never going to shit on my teammates, <laughs> Zach Wilson. Um, yeah, but and- but
0: he doesn't – it's not like it's forced. It's just no, who it's he is.
1: It's exactly who he is. I wasn't saying that in a me- way of meaning that he's inauthentic, but he has to sometimes understand that the season rides on you, man. And as awesome as it is that you're willing to take these hits. Yeah. A lot of the facts are on a terrible offensive line, but sometimes they are on him and he, he can't keep doing that and getting away with it because like I said, one bad injury, a shoulder dislocation, or a shoulder separation, that's what Fields ended up getting. You know, that you, you, your season hinges on that.
0: Yeah, no, it definitely does, but I I just respect the shit out of the guy. Of course, of course.
1: What do you think of Pickett? Do you think he's getting any better?
0: I'll take Pickett right now. I'll drive to Pittsburgh. <laughs>
1: You're going to be driving all over the fucking country. Oh, I will
0: for fuck's sake. Tell me there's a good player in Germany. I'll catch a flight. <laughs> no, I I think he's progressing. He's doing what you're supposed to do. Even as a rookie quarterback, he's taking his lumps. Pickens dropped like a trillion balls. I mean, this game, they this game could have been won. Yeah, no, he he's
1: also like you see the maturation that he has, but also he's in a good situation because the alternative is Mitch Trubisky, who we know what he is. So, like, the Steelers, even as they lose, they're not moving on from Pickett. And I do think that he has a lot of characteristics that that team around him likes.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I mean, I can't, I just can't believe we're talking about off the field shit with the Jets. It's like, you don't yeah we like we like the fact that he doesn't fucking blame he doesn't blame his teammates and not accept responsibility when he sucks. it's like okay is that that hard
1: no i mean Justin Fields is literally dealing with a separated shoulder and he saw his team take away the only defense that he had now they brought him Chase Claypool which is nice but it's not like they brought him Jerry Rice but, you know, he, he took complete accountability for that loss. That loss was completely on me. The dude has fucking been battered and beaten all year long. I mean, it's not even that hard. Even if you don't believe it.
0: Yeah, yeah and not to mention, it. that team has basically sold him down the fucking river. And we're like, well, you're not our quarterback. We didn't draft you. So we're just going to throw you out to the Wolves. And he's still being a respectful guy. And everybody's behind Zach Wilson and he's doing this. It's just childish. Kid's a clown. Enough. But the Chiefs, the Chiefs, what what a game on Sunday night! The Chiefs beat the Chargers thirty to twenty seven. And and Michaela watched this game with me. I like when she watches football with me and asks questions. It's a lot of fun. And I told her when the Chargers scored that touchdown and they left that kind of time on the clock, I said to her, "You watch, the Chiefs will win this game." Don't even worry about it. Travis Kelsey will score a touchdown here, and that's exactly what happened. And then on the final drive, it's just what what are you doing? Throwing the ball into triple coverage on second down, nonetheless. I mean, you have an Austin Eckler go to into just to chip the the rush here. You're having Austin Eckler go to the line of scrimmage. No, have him chip in the backfield, and then at least give Justin Herbert the 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 option to check down to him because now he's out in the, now he's not in the flat. He's over the middle of the field that's covered. And there was a lot of fourth downs where it's almost like, instead of just assessing the situation, Staley is like, I'm either gonna go for it on every single one, or I'm not gonna go for it at all. Because there was plenty of fourth downs where I'm like, you gotta fucking go for it here. It's fourth yeah. and two. You're at midfield or a little bit past it, and now you're gonna punt. Now you're gonna fucking punt. Meanwhile, last year you got the ball on you know on your twenty yard line, and and you're going for it. I, I mean, it just none of this shit makes sense. He's a terrible coach. He needs to be fired.
1: He's going to be. I think uh, you already, uh, you might have seen some of the speculation that's come out that that's a possible Sean Payton destination.
0: Um, oh God! I mean, uh, you know, uh, we, one of my best friends is a Chargers fan, and I, I do root for them heavy, and I watch him more than most teams. I, I texted him and I said, not only is he a terrible coach, but I watched the interview with him, and I never really saw his face like that in depth. He's also incredibly ugly. So like, what are we he's a doing? Punchable face. Punchable oh yeah. Face,
1: too. Um, well, and again, that's not taking all of the analytics into the situation, right? Because you are supposed to not part of the equations, part of the algorithm, part of the decision making. Ultimately, is predicated on who your fucking opponent is. You know, if you're if you want to punt from midfield on fourth and two against the Denver Broncos, fucking have at it. You know that team's not scoring any points. They're not marching ninety yards down the field. But you have to snatch that game. And listen, if you go down and you die trying against a Kansas City team that you know how many times have we seen chapter and verse of them moving the length of the field with under like a minute, 45 seconds, you're going to have to keep the ball out of their hands and win that game. So to not do it there, it's almost like he's becoming – you know, he's, he's overthinking the analytics, which you really don't want to do because he might be hearing those whispers. Oh, you go for it too much. You go for it too much. Well, in a circumstance to go for it, he didn't. And also, Patrick Mahomes, man, I mean, I, I think that we're not over him. We just know what he is. He's kind of become what Peyton Manning was when he was in Indianapolis putting up, like, MVP year after MVP year. Like, I'm not going to say he doesn't get enough credit because he gets right credit. We're just on to other guys now. But he really is the best quarterback in the league, and it's not—it's not particularly close.
0: Not at all. I mean, I guess you could have a second tier of Josh Allen and Herbert. I mean, although he hasn't proven anything, and a few other guys, but it's Mahomes and nobody else. It's—it's it's truly insane. Every time a play needs to be made, he makes it. Um, I mean, he's a he, magician. He's a magician, and I feel like he doesn't get credit enough. So I want to give it to him here for his legs. I mean. Every time something breaks down and there's nothing there, he runs for a first down and gets out of bounds, keeps himself clean, keeps himself healthy. I mean, he doesn't make the mistakes he made earlier in his career. He's he's incredible.
1: And he will still have some of those moments where he makes that bad interception because he thinks he can make every throw in the world, which nine times out of ten he can. But you live with them because he's not costing you in the big moments. And, by the way, I'm just going to get this in here, and I'm going to sound... Very, I'm just gonna sound like you know a pompous asshole, and I'm gonna sound like an ass. But I don't care. Kadarius Tony already out of the game with a hamstring injury. He doesn't come back, and he's not practicing this week because of the hamstring. Hate to say I told you so, but fucking told you so. So Travis Kelsey, next time you're on a podcast thing, I don't know how he got out of the building. Maybe spend more than one week with the guy.
0: Yeah, I mean, you said it. We all said it as a Giants fan, and and. Just people with eyes. The guy, it wasn't he he didn't the Giants didn't trade him because it didn't have talent. He just couldn't stay on the field and was kind of a pain in the ass towards the end.
1: Yeah. No, I, I listen, am I bitter? Yes. But also I feel vindication when I'm bitter, and and you know that. That's that's how I feel.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're not rooting for him to get hurt. It's just we're kind of stating the obvious when he gets hurt. It's it's a foregone conclusion. All right. They Last fan g- Last game, um, you took notes on it so I'm going to let you take the lead on this one. 49ers beat the Cardinals 38 to 10. Another guy who another team that I just find myself rooting against is the Cardinals.
1: Yeah, I, I think you and I completely share that vote. Um, yeah, so I'm right I'm, I'm I'm watching this game and I just feel compelled as I'm as I'm watching yet another 49er drive offensively and yet another stand defensively. And I understand Colt McCoy was a quarterback, but I feel like they, they're starting to hit their stride as a defense. You would agree with that, me, right?
0: Oh, yeah. And and Colt McCoy, nothing to shake a stick at. He might be better than Kyler.
1: I think that team is a little bit – I mean, he's getting – Hopkins <laughs> is getting fed. I think he throws to him almost every time. But, no, so I just wrote down – I was thinking, how do I feel watching the 49ers as a fan of a team that is not the 49ers? And I just wrote down comfortable. That team, I just feel so comfortable watching them play. Because you have Jimmy G, who definitely has his limitations. But look at the play calls they have him. I mean, how many times is Brandon Ayuk burning a guy on the slant route? That 10, 12-yard slant route that Jimmy G is really fucking accurate on. How many times do you have George Kittle throwing a block, getting open down the field in busted coverage, and Jimmy G getting him the ball? How many times do you have Debo Samuel setting up outside and then on the next play out of the backfield? And then they're running two or three running back splits with CMC uh, and Elijah Mitchell. And Jusek just punishing downfield. And Trent Williams just punishing guys in the pass game and in the run block game. They're They're constantly second and four third and one you know they're they're such an easy offense and especially they just get the ball in the playmakers hands effortlessly and i know shanahan can sometimes be a pain in the ass because he thinks he's so good that he can get away with murder but i watched that team and here's what i thought of time because of course i have to go to the giants Mm -hmm. i think if daniel jones is indeed the quarterback of the future whether it's the next five years or two to three years and, and the Giants say that we're going to build the team around him, not meaning that we're going to ask him to win us the game, but he's, if he's our quarterback and we're going to play within Daniel Jones, I think they're going to build a team similarly to what that 49er team is. They're going to surround him with playmakers. They're going to ask him to throw those intermediate routes that he's really good at. They're going to get him a running game. They're going to have his offensive line, and they're going to have a defense that you already kind of see images of this year, right? with the defense is getting third down stops aside from this past week. I think that's the iteration of the giants that if they do stick with Jones, they want to be, because if you watch the 49ers, that is the pinpoint example of, we know what our quarterback is and we're going to win with him and not exploit his weaknesses. I know that was a big rant, but I'd love to hear what you think of any of that.
0: I I definitely agree. That's another Spider-Man meme there. I think Jones is starting to form into that Tannehill Garoppolo group right there. I mean, there's already a lot of pieces, like you said. I mean, the running games there, Saquon's still young. I think he's still got a good two, three years left in him. They just need to beef up that offensive line, that defense. They already have the, I think he's already elite pass rusher and the guy he drafted out of Oregon this past year. Uh, So they just need to continue to work on that. I mean, I need to see what their cap looks like, but I would just focus on on getting clearly Daniel Jones some weapons outside of Saquon and beefing up that offensive line
1: yeah absolutely but you saw that progression that san francisco was making right i mean they were always doing that they were i mean you draft a guy like Jusek who just it completely opens up those holes i mean they won that nfc championship game a few years ago against green bay throwing the ball 11 times
0: Yep. No, I, I, and they would not running
1: away, no pun intended. So
0: I mean, there's going to be some some wide receivers on the market. I mean, I, I I think either Diggs is a free agent or he's up for something. I mean, it really depends on the the Giants' cap space. I know they're in cap hell this year, but I don't know. I'm sure a lot of guys come a lot off the of books. Money off the
1: books. A lot of money off the books.
0: Yeah. No, I I, I think the Giants can build a really good team around Danny Dimes.
1: What do you think of the San Francisco analysis? Do you agree with what I, what I said about them?
0: I can definitely see it. And, no, I agree. They, they are very comfy when they are performing that way, and, and Jimmy G is doing what he should be doing, not uh, forcing the ball down the field and throwing interceptions.
1: So with that being said, because we don't have to talk about the Cardinals. I don't care if power plays or not. That team stinks. Wait, are the, not likeable.
0: What was the nickname that you were calling Daniel Jones earlier in the year? Uh, you just can't remember. what? DJ? Yeah, it might have been DJ. It might have been DJ. Yeah, that was yeah. it.
1: Well, now. he's on. Um, he's on the New York New York pod every week with John Justremski and JJ always calls him DJ. He's like, all right, DJ. So I probably just heard that so many times. I, I said it.
0: Oh, okay. So that's his new nickname, I guess.
1: Or Vanilla Vic, which is what Saquon called him.
0: I like that too. Yeah, which I thought was
1: great. All right, uh, Tom, before we do our recap of Week 11 picks and we'd make our Week 12 picks, I got to ask you, we're at Thanksgiving, which is a kind of that mark where teams start to show whether they're contenders or pretenders. Who's the best team in the NFC for you and who's the best team in the AFC? And what do you see as our Super Bowl right now?
0: I've got the... Right now, currently constituted, I'm looking at the Dallas Cowboys and the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm. What do you think?
1: I, I wrestle with this a lot because part of me really does think Dallas, but I have that very comfortable San Francisco 49ers
0: <laughs> against Kansas City. I might just be saying that as a reverse jinx between you and I and the fans. <laughs>
1: hey i'll take it if anything that gets the cowboys to lose i'm fine with but you do look at that talent all kidding aside like they do things that san francisco can't do they do things that philly can't do they do things that obviously minnesota can't do
0: yeah i i've not heard um anyone even even this dallas shellacking just talk anything good about minnesota really outside of jefferson
1: no because you know what i'm gonna make a parallel to you you ready for this they remind me a lot of the 2016 giants that giants team went 11 and five they never won because their offense was great and they always won one score games they won i think out of their 11 wins nine were by a touchdown or less and they needed odell to be super superman which is a lot like what um Jefferson so is asking of Justin Jefferson. So that's my comp. And they're getting it done sometimes with really good defense, but I mean if you play that many one-score games, man, that's just not sustainable for a whole year.
0: Yeah, no, and their defense is so-so. I thought it was going to be a lot better.
1: Yeah, it really is. It it's it leaves a lot to be desired.
0: I mean, I think they've I think now somehow, believe it or not, they've got more points against than points for. Wow. Yeah. I heard that stuff. That's a head scratcher. They're they're a fraud team. Um All right, let's let's talk about our picks from last week. If you're gonna make me do it, we could skip. Just throwing <laughs> it out there.
1: No no, no no, no no let's let's
0: do it. Oh wow. Yeah, you got one win. I'm surprised you don't want to skip either. Um
1: I I mean listen, it's I'm certainly not waving the pom poms, but it's no yes,
0: better than you this. You did. So I had the Giants, Jets, Eagles, Ravens, all um, 0 and 4. You had the Giants, Jets, Eagles, and the Commanders. I'm gonna call them the Commanders because they are. They I feel like they do deserve to be called their real name. And there's a lot of talk of them being bought by somebody else. So I'm I'll call them by their <laughs> name. You went 1 and 3 in back-to-back weeks. I went 0 and 4. Um. Not good. Not good. No. We suck. A lot of
1: lot of missed games. Yeah, we we really I was off to a great run. I thought I was gonna just be able to take that and No, I've been abysmal in the last three,
0: four weeks. Yes, so just you have. You really have. Uh Thanks. I was I, I thought I was riding high. Um I went two and one and then three and one and Oh, now I'm 0 four on this week. Uh, I don't even have words. Um, you are I am twenty-two and twenty, and you are twenty-three and twenty. Yep. Um, all right, let's let's move on to the week twelve slate. I guess we'll lead off with your Giants because they play tomorrow against the Dallas Cowboys in Dallas. I feel like the Cowboys are always home on Thanksgiving.
1: They are. That's them and the Lions. They always host.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't get the Lions thing.
1: I think because they're one of those older teams, and they they I, there had to have been a tradition that started at some point, right? Same with the Cowboys, where it's just like, okay, why not?
0: Sure, maybe it's from Tool Time with Tim Allen because he was such a big Lions fan. <laughs> yeah, I used to watch that show.
1: Yeah, that's It hey, What's some throwback?
0: <laughs> um, all right, the Giants are underdogs by eight points. What do you think?
1: So the lines that you gave me, I followed, but I also made my picks this week. So I have both our picks and then I have or uh, our spreads and then I have other ones. And I'm going to see if any of them you want to change to. So you have minus eight for Dallas. I have minus nine and a half. So which one do you think we should go with there?
0: I mean, it depends on who you're taking. I'm taking Dallas minus eight.
1: I'm taking Dallas too.
0: All right, so we'll go Cowboys minus eight. We'll make it a little safer for us.
1: Okay. Yeah, I just – listen, Dak Prescott's last six starts against the Giants. You wanna guess this? you want to guess the record?
0: Well, since you're saying it out loud right now, I'm going to say 6-0. Oh.
1: Yeah, you'd be correct. <laughs> um, the only Giants win against the Cowboys in the last five years uh, was a Week 17 game two years ago when Andy Dalton played quarterback. Other than yep. that, the Giants don't beat the Cowboys. And I don't and they definitely are never close in Dallas. It feels like when I was growing up, like all those games were close and usually the Giants would find a way to pull it out, but that's it's not been the case lately.
0: No, I think Dallas Will's again gonna drive the plane home.
1: Oh yeah. No, he's gonna have a great Thanksgiving. And honestly, man, I'm not even I have no expectations for this. So the only way I can be is happy.
0: Yep. Although I do remember, I don't know if it was a Christmas Eve game or it was a uh, there was a couple of years in the row where Dallas just lost to a team that they. I remember there was a Raiders backup quarterback involved. Oh man, we we really gave Will a hard time with those, and I just I do oh, they, miss those they teams.
1: Lost to, they lost to Colt McCoy and the then Redskins on Thanksgiving. Like they've had some they've had some. Runs. I do remember
0: that one. That was oh uh, those those years were fun.
1: Even last year, the the Vegas Raiders beat them.
0: Yes, yes. Oh, man, good times. I don't think we're
1: getting that this year.
0: No, I don't think so either. Not with this defense that they have. That's kind of the ultimate deodorant to Dak and the coaching mistakes. Um, All right, let's move on. Jets at home on Sunday against the Chicago Bears, who might or might not have fields. Like I said, the line has moved to six. I'm taking the Jets in this one, so I'm going to take the Jets minus four.
1: Tom, I'm right. I'm right there with you. Uh, I don't know the the deal with Chicago, but I do know their defense stinks. And sometimes we see this when a team makes a change at quarterback. Um, that might not be a team you really want to face if you're the opposing if you're the opposing team. So I'm going to take the Jets at this one.
0: Yes, sir. All right. Next game. I'm looking for it here. I have it written down. I just want to see who they're playing. This layout is weird. All right, I got the Tennessee Titans Cincinnati Bengals game. Can you just tell me why the Tennessee Titans are dogs at home?
1: Well, because the AFC championship or the AFC divisional round last year, the Bengals went into Nashville and won. Okay. And I also don't think that a lot of people still believe in this Titan team.
0: Still don't, huh? Yeah,
1: I think they believe that they play in a terrible division and some of their more, quote-unquote, impressive wins, like last week, was because the opposing team sucked so bad. So,
0: Well, I was a non-believer, but now I am somewhat of a believer. I think Derrick Henry's going to run all over this team. Um, I, I think that this defense in Vrabel is just too good. They're going to be dialing up all sorts of pass rushes, and Joe Flacco is going to be seeing a lot of the turf in Tennessee. Give me the Titans plus one and a half. Okay.
1: I like that. That's a, that was a pick that I didn't want to go anywhere near because I think that's going to be a really close game. So I give you a lot of credit for doing it. Um, for my third game, I'm going to have a very eventful Thanksgiving because I'm going, to, uh, I'm going to Detroit where the Bills just were the home team last week.
0: Yeah, I thought Dots about this. Six
1: feet of snow. The Lions are a home nine-point dog. I'm sorry. I've watched the Lions the last few weeks. They've played very well. They can score points. Their defense isn't good, but they do score a lot of points. I think nine's too big of a number. In Buffalo right now, they're winning, but listen, they I don't like that number for them. I'm going to take the Lions at home. Cover the nine points.
0: All right. Um, that, that That's a pick that personally scares me because I could see the Bills winning this by 20.
1: It's certainly possible, but I I feel good about this Lions team. Let's not forget, it's not like this is new, man. Even those games that they were losing before they've won now three in a row, for the most part, excluding that Patriots game, that they're in a lot of games.
0: Yeah, no, they they do play a lot of one-score games, but they don't play the Buffalo Bills very often. Especially with the Buffalo Bills. Bills, It's a little bit of home cooking for them now. They basically live there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they basically live there. Uh,
0: I'm rolling with it. All right, final game here. Oof, I I stared, I stared at the Miami game. I did.
1: I did too.
0: But I'm gonna stay away from it. I'm gonna go to Washington. Give me the give me the commies minus three. This defense is rounding into form. Atlanta Falcons defense sucks. Heineke's gonna be able to make enough plays. Give me them minus three.
1: I was really, I actually know why. If you can see my notebook right now started writing Washington and then I crossed it off because you know how I feel about Atlanta. They they're just like Minnesota. They fuck me every chance. Yeah, That's smart. So I'm not doing it. And I've really tried to be diligent about that this year. Unless I really believe in the game, I really am trying to stay away from
0: You've Minnesota. got your rules, right? You don't pick Minnesota, you don't pick Atlanta. I've got my rules. I'd only I only pick games on US soil and I don't pick <laughs> unless I'm forced to like with the Giants this week, I do not pick Thursday night games.
1: I think it's fun because um you know, already with some of these weeks where there's like six teams not playing, like we can already eliminate two more. <laughs> it's like, all right. Yeah, well, yeah, it just makes life easier.
0: Cuts like, out the variables. Yeah.
1: I don't even have to look at the Thursday game. Just give me the Sunday slate. Don't even show me who Atlanta or Minnesota is playing. I'm not picking it. Um, no, I'm going out to Arizona for a team that you know I, I you both of us hate. The Arizona Cardinals. They're a three-point. Basically, pick them here at um, at home against the Chargers, who gave the gave the Chiefs everything that they could possibly need. I like the Chargers. I know the coach is bad, but have you seen Cliff Kingsbury? Like, come on. Uh, I, in the battle of two bad coaches, I'm taking the Chargers. Also, I've seen that this line has moved up to as much as a four-and-a-half point spread in favor of the Chargers. I'll, I'll take three. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm going to happily grab the Chargers in this game. Whether it's Murray or McCoy, I don't really care.
0: Yeah, I do like that pick. Uh, I'm actually shocked you made that pick because you hate both coaches so much. But I guess, you're I, going, do. I guess you're going with the coach and the quarterback that you just hate a little bit less.
1: Yeah, and I, feel, I do feel good about what the Chargers just did on Sunday night. And, listen, I, I, I just I think the Cardinals suck at home more than they suck anywhere else.
0: Yeah, not to mention, I think uh, Keenan Allen came back last week, and then I think Mike Williams is coming back this week. So the reinforcements are coming back for the Chargers. There you
1: go. There you go.
0: Well, let's hope we can do better than last week. I, I really hope I can do better than last week. All I need is one win, which is pretty sad. You got anything else?
1: no man um just looking forward to thanksgiving happy to have a couple days off looking forward to having a low-key day tomorrow football i think even to close out the sports night my yukon huskies play against oregon uh on uh, around eight o'clock eastern so maybe get home for that one but no looking forward to just spending with friends and and having a good day how about you
0: yeah now gotta do the uh Got to do the whole now that we're engaged. Got to bounce around to a bunch of families, but it'll be a hectic day, but it should be a fun one. And then I'm off Friday, so at least I get to relax.
1: Good man, you you need it. You've been traveling, you've been working a lot. You're doing these Staten Island drives, like. It'd be nice to kind of stay stay local and low key.
0: Yes, sir. It's supposed to be 50s this weekend. I'll see if I get permission to go out and golf. That'd be nice. I mean, I
1: think if I think if you if you're perfect tomorrow and you drive <laughs> both of you around and you're have a great time with her family and you know you, you spice up the charm a little bit and you know which i've been known to do overboard. yeah you know go a little overboard you know say make any accommodations knowing in the back of your mind full well come friday morning oh honey i had so much fun yesterday but you know it's a beautiful day to get at least nine holes in can i can i sneak away
0: wow Sean I mean I might just have to play this in the car tomorrow
1: listen I I made it sound pretty good didn't
0: I (laughs) I'm sold I'd let you play golf
1: (laughs) and if I can sell you you can sell her yeah sounds good all
0: right everybody well enjoy the enjoy the game tomorrow Uh, oh by the way I mean do we have have I done my turkey rant before
1: I don't uh, you might have but do it again why not
0: I mean do you like turkey
1: I'm fine with it, but I never need it. My friend's making a pot roast tomorrow, which I'm much more excited about.
0: That does sound delicious. Yeah, I'm just a big believer, and I think at least one year when Mikaela and I are settled in and we're hopefully someday fortunate enough to be the house that has the whole family over, I'm just going to say, yeah, come over, and and we're just going to have— I mean, Thanksgiving's an American holiday. I think— that maybe I'm just, people just show up and there'll be hamburgers and hot dogs and then if they have anything to say I'll be like this is an American <laughs> holiday we're gonna eat American foods and then if they say anything I'll say listen explain to me this have have you ever eaten a turkey for any other day of the year do you just if if you came home uh, in 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 February and and your significant other or whomever had a full turkey on the table you think you'd wouldn't say what the fuck are we eating. No, so if we're only going to eat this shit once a year, for whatever reason, I don't even think the pilgrims ate turkey. Of
1: course not.
0: Then then why do we have to eat the shittiest, driest, not to mention probably ugliest bird when it's alive (laughs) on the planet? Explain to me why. Why can't I have hamburgers and hot dogs or you know what if you want to go crazy let's i'll i'll fucking create a menu every year one one year it'll be italian one year we'll do tex-mex or mexican well the
1: italian is the italian is my favorite holiday so uh, or my favorite thanksgiving so a couple years ago not a couple years ago like 10 12 years ago um my family had family friends who were Italian. They hosted us and other people for their... and they're pulling out lasagna. Yeah, I mean, in the morning, and then you got the meatballs, and it's just—it's—it it's, really is a bacchanal of food and it's just lovely wine. And then by the time the turkey comes, you didn't take it or leave it because you've already had the much better food earlier in the day.
0: Exactly, and it's like, let's just eliminate the turkey. I mean, seriously, like. We're not eating wild turkeys, so we can just stop, you know, doing these harsh things and creating these birds just to be slaughtered. I mean, I'm also doing the world a favor here. I really am. Let's, let's fucking, every year we'll do, we, we'll have, you know, you guys can make me the czar of it if you want or somebody else. I'm, I'm big into food. Well, let's pick our genre as a country. This year, oh, it's, it's you know, it's, it's fucking, we're going to have a vegan Thanksgiving. Make sure you fucking, you know, you do something creative or we'll do whatever. Just, I'm so sick and tired of the fucking turkey. It's a terrible, dry bird. And I've got my theories of why it's so dry, but it's just, we never eat it. You never eat it. You're not eating turkey next Thursday.
1: No, I I mean, listen, it's not even an unpopular opinion anymore. There's a lot of people I know who don't like turkey, and they put up with it. And listen, I'll tell you this. I like every other component of the the Thanksgiving traditional meals, right? Like, I love the stuffing. I don't mind it, yeah. I really do enjoy it. Now, unfortunately, that's part of the bird, so you you kind of getting that with the bird. But you know, if you want to have the mashed the uh, the mashed potatoes or the sweet potato casserole or the collard greens or any uh, anything else, like I, I'm all for all of that. And, and but I really could like if you give me you know like, you, you don't have two three pieces of turkey, I'd be like I can just have one, and I'm good.
0: Yeah, you just know, to I say could you had it
1: to make it better, and no real. Like, I'll tell you one thing, I'm not putting gravy on the pot roast tomorrow.
0: Absolutely not. And, you know, my theory with the bird, because it's a very dry bird, I think it's just so dry because you put the thing in whole to cook it in the oven. You've got to cook it for a million hours. Of course it's going to dry out.
1: Yeah, I will say this. I've had smoked turkey like my dad used to do it in a smoker. Now, that is a bit of a game changer. But, it, but again, it's still turkey. It's very good. I think it's better than your traditional throw it in the oven. But it, it's, you make it's still party. turkey. Like I'm, I'm never coming home and being like, oh, you know what I'm craving today? Turkey.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you want to eat it for lunch as a cold cut, I, I'm, I'm going to look at yeah, you funny. It's, it's not no, my favorite cold cut. I
1: mean, it's not even really the same thing. Yeah,
0: it's acceptable. But we need to make some changes. And maybe this is be my campaign.
1: What campaign for what?
0: For president.
1: Oh God.
0: Maybe this will be the hill I die on.
1: Well, we already know how you feel about daylight savings. So I think if you got rid of the turkey as the national uh, Thanksgiving bird and got rid of daylight savings, I, that alone can get you to get a lot of votes.
0: Well, that and I'm going after Amazon too.
1: You're going after Amazon.
0: Yeah, they, That they, might
1: be tough. Listen, Bezos is a very powerful
0: man. He's not even a CEO. Fuck him. Uh, I'm I'm going after Amazon. They they really got me good today. I got home from golf and I had to get this we ordered this thing on Amazon for chai and it wasn't there and it said <laughs> it was spus-
1: dominating your life. That and it said tough.
0: it was supposed to be delivered by today, but it didn't say it had even shipped. So I said, fuck it. We need it today. I'm going to drive to the pet store. I pull into the parking lot of the pet store. It says delivered. It never even said it was out for shipment. So I drove all the way to the pet store. The second I get there, I get the notification that it's delivered. Let's get fucking better, Amazon. Let's get better oh, yeah. with the alerts.
1: I think all of that stuff needs to improve. Because seriously, like, if, you make, if, you, if you're ordering something, right or you send something out so like for example like if i send something out from the post office for or for ups they say here's your who here's your tracking number here's your shipping number whatever great i can track it well it doesn't help where when i try to pull it up it says an invalid number that happened when i sent my rent my tuxedo back from the wedding and it's like oh this is an invalid tracking number oh great so now uh, i have no idea whether it gets it, it gets actually back to where it needs to be in time or not, or if I'm out $200. Like, hey, come on. This is, not a, this is not a complicated process.
0: Well, the problem is is that there's too many humans involved. The human gave you a tracking number. The human, in order for it to be, to be logged in the system, is out for delivery. A human has to scan it. We've got to eliminate right. these humans.
1: Well, that's the thing about AI. You know, I, think, I, tr- I truly believe the only people that say they're afraid of AI is they know they're in deep shit. Because they're not going to have jobs. And nor should they. If you can't complete a simple task uh, when it comes to something along those lines, whether it's be automated or whether you're actually the one pressing the button or doing the tracking number, whatever. like you're, If you're not able to do just the bare minimum of a task like that, you should be eradicated. And I don't want to hear any complaints.
0: I like that. I like that. I'm going to add that to the campaign. You could be my running mate.
1: Uh, listen, I, there's... Don't get me started on a lot of things I would change. There is, there is a lot of human incompetency that we like to make excuses for to say, oh, there's a lot going on, or you don't know what's going on in their lives, or maybe they're under a lot of pressure. Maybe they're just learning this job, or maybe they just are fucking incompetent people. Maybe they just suck at doing exactly what they're supposed to do. Maybe they're just not meant to have a job. That could be the case, too.
0: Yeah, that is very true. But things need to get better, and, and we're gonna make we're gonna make Thanksgiving great again.
1: Oh, now see, I'll wear a hat that says that, <laughs> and I already love Thanksgiving. Like I, 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 I don't know how you are. Like I loved having Thanksgiving growing up, and like I do love my family, and I'm gonna miss them this year. My brother's hosting uh, with his fiance. And my parents are going to be there. Uh, her parents are going to be there. But I'm going to be here with friends. I'm going to be having a great day, low key. I don't have to drive two or three different places. Just settle up at one. It's kind of nice. Like whether it's with friends or family or both or significant other. Like I feel like it's a, I feel like it's a good day. But it'd be even better without that dry drive.
0: Yeah. No, it would. I mean, I love Thanksgiving too. It's kind of like. I mean, I told I told my aunt yesterday. I was <laughs> I was like today and yesterday are like the official really last Friday is like the official last real day that anybody does any work. Like now, (laughs) now it's the race to Christmas. It's, it's, we barely do anything. I mean, it's getting dark at 2 PM anyways. Like it's, that's what I liked about Thanksgiving was, it was just like, all right, now it's the race to Christmas.
1: Yeah. And when you were younger, at least I felt this way when you're in school, like, you feel like you're almost at the holiday time with the Christmas time, but, like, those next three, four weeks kind of drag. As an adult, I feel like it'll be here in five seconds. It's like, oh, shit, I got to start sending out gifts.
0: Yeah, Thanksgiving crept up on me this year, too, because somebody was asking right? me, like, oh, what do you uh, – I think my aunt was asking me, oh, when are you, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Because she's hosting it. And I was like, I don't know. I got a couple weeks to figure that shit out. And she was like, no, nah, it's 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 less than a week away. And I was like, oh, shit. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I just – I got a lot of talking with Michaela to do.
0: Yep, yep. So, I'm I'm always perpetual. I'm just always in trouble, I guess.
1: Well, listen, as you so eloquently well said on the last couple podcasts, just say you're sorry, and it'll be fine.
0: Yep, that's what I did.
1: Yeah, of course, and that's why you might be able to go play golf on Friday.
0: Oh, fingers crossed.
1: Fingers crossed. Well, everybody, have a great Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening to our rant, but I'm sure a lot of you agree with us. So... Uh, I think we served a lot of served a lot of people's voices right there.
0: Yeah, and you know what? I hope everybody has a great th- great Thanksgiving. And if you don't agree with our you know, with our rant about turkey, then you have a shit palate.
1: Strong. And on that note, everybody, <laughs> take care, enjoy your day. We'll be back next week. And uh, Tommy, we we'll have some baseball news. I don't like this full court press that the Giants are putting on Judge, but we'll see what happens.
0: Hey, listen, any anything could happen. I hope the Yankees figure it out. Let's go Jets. Let's go Mike White.
1: There you go. And Mike White, we we trust. Take care, everybody.